<sighs> what the hell are you guys doing here? We were asked to come over this morning. Chris, I know you. Uh-huh. Have Who are you? I, I'm Gabe's sister, Kara. Gabe has a sister? Yes. He didn't tell me he had a sister. He does. I'm standing right here, or sitting. Mm, I'm glad you brought me breakfast. No, not Steve. Mm, his little skull looks like it would crunch nicely. Oh, no. I want to wiggle his eyeballs between my <laughs> the palate of my mouth. No. Anyway, you guys going to be here long? Hopefully not. I've been here all night. Where do you stay? Right here. Mm. I've been watching Love. Does Gabe know that? No, he doesn't know the ending of the, of the season, but I do. And I'm going to spoil it right now. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> anyway, you guys mind if I read the commercial for Stimpy's place of business? Go for it. Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. Recording live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. If you want to be part of the show, or send in news stories and friend questions, you can email me, Gorag the Slayer, the all-powerful, the person, demon, that may or may not be lurking in the darkest shadows of your soul, at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Also remember to subscribe and review on iTunes. It'll really make us feel good. And maybe we'll get our sponsor to buy me a jockstrap to hold this thing together. You know what I'm saying, guys? Gross. They're your balls. Do what you want. (laughs) The show is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is a small business owned by Adam Stimpy Jones. All of his materials are made in the USA. He will make your buttons at a reasonable cost. He offers multiple sizes and shapes. Adam's got tons of experience and he's easy to work with and very reliable to get your buttons done in a reasonable amount of time. They also carry the Gorag seal of approval. If you want to get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com or call Adam Stimpy Jones at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorak sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tit. That's the commercial. Nice to meet you guys. Good to see you again. Fucking ugly, man. Fuck you guys! Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 55. I'm your host, Gabriel Dieter. To my left, back from a long hiatus of work (laughs) and family and... (laughs) Things in life. Crazy, whatever, beckoning of parents. Yeah. uh, Chris Steininger's back. Hello. And next to him is Kara. Wait, Chris the American Psycho Steininger. Okay, there we go. It's stuck. All right, fine, I'll take it. Uh, And Kara the Beacon Bird. Hello. What's up? Not much. What's up, guys? I just uh, speed ate some tiramisu, and it was wonderful. From my birthday dinner at Buca de Pepe. Happy birthday, Gabe. That shit was delicious. You're so old. I'm yeah. getting I'm getting older, too. Did you sit at the Pope table? We sit. We sat next to the Pope table. Uh, yeah. And as soon as we sat down, my mom blurted out, 
is that Pope John the Twenty Third? I did a, a dry. So, I did a dry spit take. <laughs> so the the bust is still on the Lazy Susan. The whole bit. Uh-huh. The, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That place was pretty. Uh, pretty awesome. And I had a really good time with uh, my family and just good times. Uh, Your family just being me and mom. It wasn't the extended, right? Which is nice. Our personalities got to shine <laughs> with each other. Does extended family make it awkward? No, no, not no, at not, all. No, it's uh-uh. just, but it's just it's conversation never, gets it's lost, the- and and with the three of us, you really get to listen to what each other's saying. So there were a f- total of four. Yeah, yeah, we find that to be the same thing. Like when we go out to eat with our in-laws, uh-huh. um, my father-in-law can't hear in one ear. So anybody who's on this side of the table is pretty much kind of like out of Ignored. luck. Ignored. <laughs> yes. So, and which stinks because he's a total like patriarch. So he has to sit at the head of the table. He doesn't oh, ever no. want to sit like in the round or whatever. So he he always wants to sit at the end of the table. And so what he'll inevitably do is he'll have one of my children here, one of my children here for the people at home. I'm pointing to my left and my right. Uh, so what'll happen is inevitably one of my kids will kind of get ignored uh-huh. because he'll be like, oh, and so da 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 And then meanwhile, my son's over here like, you know, hey, hey, or <laughs> worse, or, or it'll be his wife, you know, or, or his daughter or his son. And then he's just over here. And so it's always weird. And we find it has to be an even amount of people because even when it's like odd. I'll end up usually doing something with the kids, and so my wife will be talking to her mom, and then my dad will, or his, you know, her dad will just be standing there, sitting there, like, looking around, like, no one's talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I've got the kids, and then the, the women's are talking, and he's just uh-huh. like, Argh. So, yeah. it's a smaller, the better. That's cool. Well, happy belated. Thank you. Person. I am 39 years old. <clears throat> Holy Toledo. And I have no student loans. Hey! That is fucking crazy. Did I, I don't know if I even talked about it, but uh, I think I talked about it before I paid it off. And now that it's fully paid off, I'm like really feeling the freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, school is actually a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. At 39. Mm-hmm. And I went to school when I was 18, you know? And then now it's, it's like up. the money. Like, oh yeah, hey. Hey. I can I, do something with I went to now. a toy show yesterday. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking before the show about a guy that didn't pay his student loan? Yeah, it popped up on the news earlier in the week. It was uh, an older guy. I want to say he was from the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. And he's probably maybe 10... 12 years older than we are. And he had a student loan from the mid 80s, a $1,500, initially $1,500. Now bear in mind with all the defaulting and everything, it was substantially more. Oh yeah. And uh, well, the marshals came a knocking (laughs) and they arrested him. And so everybody was like, you know, see, this is why we need free college and getting in an uproar. And how are you going to let all these drug dealers and bad guys roam the streets? Yet you arrest a guy over $1,500 from 30 plus years ago and the thing that a lot of the news outlets forgot to mention was the fact that they've been calling and mailing and trying to get this guy to come to court for the better part of like our lifetimes (laughs) and he's been dodging them because he literally owes them money Uh and so just like anything else if you don't pay at some point in time they're gonna come a knocking i mean if you had warrants if you had anything like that that's who the state sends is the marshals 
Mm-hmm. That's who's going to eventually come get you. Because, but I think one of the things that was really infuriating people was that the federal and state governments now are using third party collection agencies to do their dirty work. Mm-hmm. As in, like, well, we don't have the time to go hunt this guy down anymore. So let's just hire, you know, HBCA, who's like the people who collect for Best Buy and stuff like that. Let's have them go find it. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a, our tax dollars are going to pay for private entities to hunt down our fellow taxpayers. That's that's kind of like I think where they were the rub was more so than the, you know, why didn't the guy just pay up? But it was it was really interesting. But depending on where you read it from, you could kind of see like, you know the political slant. Yes, yes, where they were angling it from. Like this poor guy. <laughs> I could understand maybe like for example, you just said so yourself. I don't know how much you owed right after you got done, but I'm pretty darn sure you wouldn't have been able to pay it all up front right then and there. Oh hell no. Hence a payment plan. So I could understand this guy being in the same boat. Well, the thing thing is, they give you six months to start paying. And more times than not, people defer that whole entire six months. I deferred and I nearly defaulted a couple times. This dude did twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think that's what's interesting because it's kind of like the same thing. Like these people, uh, like when you go like to the room store or something and they say, Hey, you can get this whole entire living room worth of furniture for blah price. And you won't have to pay until 2020. Mm-hmm. And so then people are like, Hey, cool. I don't have to pay till 2020. And they don't pay until 2020. And their first bill in 2020 shows up and it's four times the amount of what they were going to pay for the furniture. Cause it's you stuff have to called pay the interest. interest. Yeah. And it's, that's why even, you know, uh, <clears throat> like with the last time I, I, I bought the Highlander for the wife and I, they were like, uh, you don't have to pay anything for a year. I was like, okay, cool. We still did anyway. Because if you don't, you're an absolute See? moron. And I'm like, that's just something they do to get you in the door. So if they allow for you to, you know, default for six months and people are like, well, I still don't have a job. Well, I still don't have a job. Oh, well, I did I it for years because yeah. I didn't have the money mm-hmm. to, to pay that extra bill. I mean, I got to live. Right. I got to put food in my mouth and a roof over my head. Right. I can't pay the government. And toys on my shelves. Well, that's now. I've been paying. So you derailed me, you motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that happen? But isn't it better to pay at least something as opposed to nothing, I would assume? Yeah, but the interest is so high, it kind of washes out. The interest wasn't high, but if you defer, it just adds up. I mean, I didn't pay for years. So are we talking like a 4.6 interest rate, 2.3, 11.5? It was like 3.5. But I graduated graduated in 99. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean, the amount of years that I didn't pay, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it just, it it hurt me. You know, when I was making, you know, $10 an hour, Mm. $12 an hour. Yeah. You have to pay rent. Yeah. Suck. That's crazy. Well, congratulations on being debt free. Yeah. That's the good news. Um, in other Gabe news, uh, since it's my birthday weekend, I'm going to hog all the, Hey, what have you been up to? Time. You, please right. do. If that's okay. Uh, yesterday I went with Renee Cruz and Jessica Martinez, soon to be Jessica Dieter, Ooh. uh, to the spectacular Northwest Houston toy show. Where is that? In Northwest Houston. (laughs) It was at at an antique mall. I I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty badass. I mean... Is it the one off the airline? Look at that beautiful Mr. T doll I found. (laughs) Holy... I mean, it is in 
pristine condition. Both earrings, both yeah, feather is that earrings. The blue turquoise earrings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. I mean, I, I was happy yesterday. It was a good day. And then we went to uh, Super Happy Incredible Toys, which was a uh, toy shop nearby. And the dude that owned it was just so fucking cool. I I wish I got his name, but uh, we talked. We must have been there probably an hour and a half, just talking shit and uh, looking around. I mean, I, I got more stuff there than I did at the uh, toy show. But what he we compared, he showed me pictures of his stuff. I showed him a video of my stuff, and he a was video. like, "Oh, cool, cool." And uh, it was love at first sight. No, uh, <laughs> he told me how he couldn't find the. He didn't have the resources to to go to a shop, find what he wanted, and pay a reasonable price for it. So, as a collector, he opened his own shop. And now, I mean, that's all he does. He's very ethical in his prices. Uh, stuff he, he could have charged me double for, he actually gave me a really good deal he took he took money off of every uh price tag on the toys could have been because he liked me mm-hmm. and don't expect that if you go there but uh <laughs> <laughs> it's the game discount it was just for game. it was really cool to find somebody that was a a toy collector and a proprietor of uh a toy shop so he's like genuine oh yeah okay yeah cool. to the bone I mean, it was just really refreshing because he he told me he'd been approached by uh, comic book stores to buy him out. And he was like, eh, they didn't have enough money and I'd rather just run my own place. How big's the place? It's not very big. Oh, It's probably four of these rooms. All right. Packed? Uh, Oh, my God. Ridiculous. (laughs) They they have two storage spaces and they're completely full. So everything that they get new has to go somewhere in the shop. On the floor. And I mean, there are huge boxes this tall, like four feet tall, of G.I. Joe vehicles that are huge. I was just very excited. It was a really good shop. They have a little bit of everything. And uh, Chris is petting a little puppy dog. And and I I can't stop, because when I do... (laughs) He asks you to continue. (laughs) He's too cute. (laughs) Steve is cool, Steve is in the house. Um, Also, if I'm a little off this morning, it's because I... Stayed up till 3 a.m. watching uh, a new show called Love, and uh, it's really funny. How it's, many episodes in did you get? Uh, I think we're six. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, it's a Judd Apatow mm. production. I think he's a showrunner, but it's really good. It's funny. The main guy, mm-hmm. the Jewish kid with the glasses, mm-hmm. he wrote and produced it, too, yeah. along with him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I watched the first episode last night, as a matter of fact, and I got too tired. But I told Ashley, I was like, you can trudge on if you want. That's yours. <laughs> but I'll stick. I'll try and stick with it. I did like you. I, I'm on a, a documentary wormhole right now. Oh, so. what are you watching lately? Spanish Lake. Have What's you seen that, that one? No. It's uh, pretty interesting. Um, I could call it like Midwest Racism 101, <laughs> but it's uh, <laughs> it's actually a very uh, interesting documentary. It's it. it, it <clears throat> and being from Pasadena, it kind of hit a little too close to home. But it's basically a small town in the middle of Illinois. Yeah, because it's outside of Chicago. And uh, I had no idea that like the Midwest was so bigoted. But it's basically a uh, unsubsidized uh, um, suburb of Chicago. And uh, all built around this uh, <clears throat> riverbed, which is called Spanish Lake. And uh, it's basically a bunch of white people who 
uh, didn't want to give up civil liberties, didn't want to have to give up their guns and all this stuff. So they went unincorporated all through like the forties through the sixties. It's been around since like the 1800s, like Lewis, like Lewis and Clark uh, time. And the whole entire documentary is just talking to residents of Spanish Lake and how, uh, it's degraded in the past 20 to 30 years, basically because minorities are moving in. And it starts out, uh, they're interviewing all these people because they have this thing called the Spanish Lake Jam that they do every year, where basically everybody who's from Spanish Lake, which surprisingly they don't venture far, and people are maybe like 40 to 60 miles out from Spanish Lake because they're like, oh yeah, we moved out, we're moving up. And they're like, you know, it's like I moved from Pasadena to Laporte, kind of, I'm moving on up, kind of. And so they come back for this jam and this band is playing and there's all these confederate flags around and you know a bunch of bald heads and stuff and i'm like oh so this is the direction this is taking uh but they're all talking about like you know yeah man when we were growing up i didn't really you know didn't have to worry about getting in trouble or nothing because you know everybody and it because it's a very small uh you know community or whatever and uh about halfway through it just takes a left because they start talking about how uh the government basically uh, back in the late 60s, early 70s, wanted to uh, rid the major metropolitan areas of the homeless problems that they were having. So what they did was they built a bunch of subsidized housing out in the suburbs and stuff and basically said, okay, Vietnam vets, okay, homeless people, y'all just go live in these row houses out in the middle of nowhere, which happened to be right outside of Spanish Lake. And so they started getting upset and then uh, it goes into, you know, like White Flight 101, and all that kind of stuff. And so as people started moving out of Spanish Lake, the minority started moving in. And there are people that are like four or five generations deep that it, it's weird. They have like T-shirts made that there's Lakers, as in we're like Spanish Lakers. And they're very, <laughs> they're very, I can't think of a better, they're very patriotic about where they're from. And they're very, you know, pro-Spanish Lake. And mm-hmm. they're just like, you know. It's for us. It's for, you know, our people, not them. And I'm just like, oh, crap. And it's it's really, really, really weird. Hmm. I mean, just to hear like how it's like they just live in one little small, very bad socioeconomic bubble. Mm-hmm. And they think that it's like the bee's knees. They're like, this is as good as it gets. This is the best place to be. I know people who wish they could live in Spanish Lake and they don't. And I'm like, you live in a trailer. <laughs> literally down by a river <laughs> and i'm like you got to be kidding me and and, and the, the the minority uh folks that are moving in and stuff they're a little more cur- uh, culturally you know aware and stuff because they're coming from like the detroits and the chicagos and 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 stuff and so they do know and have seen and so they start incorporating jazz music and rap music amid all of this, you know, stormfront crap and country music. And the people are just like, there's like shouting matches. And it, it, it's fascinating to see you just like in like one little bubble. It's like just right there. But because then you go 50 miles in any direction and you have Illinois and it just looks like the Illinois you would think of when you think of like, you know, going to a Cardinals game or anything like mm-hmm. that. But then out there in the boonies, you've got what we would consider like East or West Texas and you hmm. would have no idea. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any other uh, documentaries? Not documentaries of uh, recent. I've been uh, trying to catch up on uh, the X-Files. Oh yeah. On Hulu with the new season. I've already watched all the old. <laughs> um, I've 
Have you watched the latest uh-huh. episode of The X Files? Yeah. Where David Duchovny like trips balls and mm-hmm. two steps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened to you one time? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Thursday. <laughs> no. No, I was just, I was like you. Because I've been listening. And uh, I was like you and with the first episode as in like, hey, cool. Oh, this went to shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'll stick with it. Um, but that one, that jumped the shark. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, now, all right, whatever. The next one's the last one. Okay, fine. I'll finish it. Because that was just silly. Which one? The one where he was two-stepping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and I, the girl's name was Einstein, and she yeah. also was a redhead. And uh-huh. the other, um, come on. Yeah, it's like it's so. They're taking the schlock a little bit. They are. Far. They're laying it on thick. Um, I mean, don't they have two more or just one more? According to, I thought it was the, six episodes, and that was the fourth. One. Tomorrow's supposed to be it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Tomorrow's it. Mm-hmm. Well, unless I just haven't watched the last. The last one I watched was where he was in uh, the Jolly Fox doing the two step. Okay. If there's another one after that, no, I need no, to catch up. Okay, isn't. yeah, because according to yeah, what I saw this morning, the one tomorrow's done. Cool. Um, Kira, anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I had All a beauty right. day yesterday. I didn't watch any TV. I haven't I been watching. That. I saw you had a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I changed the the viewing ability of that. By the way, I, I'm the only one that can see that now on my see Facebook. What? Why were you getting barraged with things? Um, there were. Uh, there were a few comments, and I was just like, "Well, I don't really know why I post that anyway." So oh, yeah, I, that's my that's my tattooer's girlfriend. I did. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy mm-hmm. and Kitty. Yeah, I yeah. love them. They're awesome. She's my bestie. Mm. All really, the time. That's really neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a hoot. Soul sister. Tracy's this a is uh, she gave me this. Oh nice. nice. Cool. So anyway, yeah, I haven't been watching any TV. I've been chilling. I got a new couch. I mean, it's a nice couch. It is nice. It is comfortable. Nice. It is comfortable. I found my I found my zone. It's a it's a leather sectional with uh and the recliners on the outside they actually don't work, but I can fix it. I know this. Mm. I just have to find the right improvisational tool. So anyway, uh they Did don't you work. get it you got it really cheap, right? Uh yeah, as in free. Whoa. Yeah. Can't knock free. Who cares so if they never I work? love <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Christina uh, my really good friend, she uh, she got new couches and she was like, you want these couch- this couch? So if it gets fucked up, you can't be upset. No, I won't be actually at all. I mean, I'll be bummed out that I don't have a couch, but you know. Is it shaped like an L? Yeah, it's just a... Uh, yeah, those are groovy. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And uh, I found my zone yesterday and I lounged hard for like a few hours and just uh, we got our couch reupholstered uh right out of the box and i spent the first two weeks probably just sweating it like god i hope the cats don't oh my god i got a scotch guard oh we gotta get covers for this uh and now i'm just like man Fuck come on just, <laughs> just don't just don't pee on it please you know i i just need to have the couch and if anything happens it's just an item Mm-hmm. There you go. It's uh, just stuff. I'm done with all that. I'm not into stuff, man. I wish. I wish my. I had this conversation with this guy at work, and he was uh, talking about, "Hey, Kara, you getting a big refund back? What are you gonna do with all that money?" Because you know he thinks because it's just me and I have a kid that I'm getting like bookers. you know like tons of money, and it's really not the case. But 
I was like, I don't know. I'll probably pay off some stuff, put some stuff in the bank. And the only thing that I really want is to replace the purse that he ate. <laughs> well, he didn't really eat it. He nibbled it. He's licking his chops. He's like, mm, <laughs> she's talking about that purse again. <laughs> <laughs> he nibbled Delicious. it. And uh, it's just, it was just a Vans bag. Mm-hmm. And they're like 50 bucks. It's Which one? That It's that black Vans bag. It's like part... It, well, it's trash now, but it was. So you're not gonna replace it as and buy the same one. No, I'm just. I'm just I just need a new big black bag. That's yeah. all I need. Okay. okay. So uh, <laughs> he was like, "Man, oh, I was telling him I needed a new bag, and the, all I want is really probably like a fifty dollar, like another Vans bag, fifty bucks. No, no biggie." And he's like, "Man, I bought somebody in my house." A Louis Vuitton bag for four hundred dollars, oh, and I was sucker. like, "I was like, that <laughs> humble is, brag." I was like, "That I is so gross." I can't stand people like that. I told him that is so gross. That that's really like bleh, like is disgusting. He well, is he well to do? Um, or think he he thinks he was well to do? I guess so. He's okay. younger than I am, and he's he's the boss's uh, son-in-law. Ah, so ding ding ding. I mean, anyway, he's a good guy. Uh, we we've had a. At first, he thought I was the weirdest person that he'd ever met, and it just it took us a while because we cohabit the same office. So I wasn't gonna let him just ignore me right for the duration. So I had to like weasel my way in, and I had to let him like Experience. introduce me to oh. things. Oh. Like he's not receptive to new kinds of music whatsoever. But I let him tell me about Texas country, and now we listen to that a lot in the office, and it's fine. And he's like, oh, and now it's good. It's fine. Oh, okay, right on. So anyway, uh, I, I told him that was gross, and I guess he was mildly offended. <laughs> and he was like, well, it made her really happy. I was like, why? Is it his girlfriend or wife? It's his wife. His wife. Okay. I was like, why would that make anybody happy? Why would that make anybody happy? A $400 purse. <sighs> status, like, no. Status symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Like, yeah. it just doesn't Mm-mm. get me. Like, it is not my love language. Thank you very much. You know, I, I don't know, man. $400 represents a unit of time that you have to be at your shitty job. <laughs> Tell me. You know, yeah. uh, it's hard for me to let go $400 just to, I don't know, maybe some people are into purses. That well, could be a thing. Yeah. Because uh, I could see $400 yeah, going are. into this. Yeah, easy. But I'm pointing to my toy collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, that's an investment. You know in what something. I would spend $400 on? My car payment. Yeah. Plus groceries, plus uh, probably something for Nathan. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, ah. and. Just for not having to worry about that shit mm-hmm. and having it done and being able to just. Yes. I don't even like yesterday. As a matter of fact, I bought two tires and brake pads for my truck and that was about 450 bucks. But then I took my truck home and I did it myself. Peeling out the whole way home. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> they were like, are you, sure? you sure you don't want the labor? I was like, no, I can go home and do it myself. So I threw the, threw the tires in the back of my truck and put the boxes of brake pads and shotgun and went home and did it myself otherwise it would have been like twelve hundred dollars worth of stuff Jesus. but that's a necessitized good that's a when my inspection comes around if i have bald ass tires and brakes that go i ain't passing you could you might pass i know a guy <laughs> just come see him so uh you know i went and did that but it's 
you know, Ashley and I were actually talking about this the other day and it was similar in nature to that because we got our tax return back and it was like, okay, we're going to sock this away. We're going to build up for his birthday party, which is, you know, March 6th, which is coming out cheaper than we thought because some of those places are robbery. But, um, <laughs> you know, now, was, you know, she and I were just talking. She has a brand new truck that I bought her la- or vehicle that I bought her last year. Mine's paid for. My goal for that, I literally just hit 90,000 miles coming over here. I want my son to drive that someday because that's how I came up. And it's an 07, so it's possible. There's still stuff under the hood that I can tinker with and whatnot. It's not all electronic like these ones now where you get in and he goes, and you're like, oh, crap. And you have to go take it somewhere and pay them $250 (laughs) to turn the stupid light off. I hate that stuff. What what vehicle is it? I have an FJ Cruiser. Okay. It's the first year it came out. So it's, it's pretty reliable. And, um... But I remember growing up when I was like in high school and in college and stuff, and I used to drive fast and be really aggressive and not give a crap and, you know, race cars and stuff. And now I'll like take off a little too quick at a light and I'm like, oh, crap, that's like 2,000 miles off my back tires. Dude, what am I doing? Slow down. You know? And I'll be like driving, I'll be going the speed limit being like... I'm not getting the same kind of fuel economy I was getting the last time I fueled up. I need to check my air filter, you know, because I'm like weird like this, you know. Whereas like back when I was like, you know, 2022, I'd roll up to a light and there would just be a guy, you know, oh, he wants to go. You know, well, now you're just, in an FJ Cruiser, man. Yeah. Are, are people still uh, challenging you to race? Oh, no, no, no. It's like a chick hummer. Now people are just like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, thanks. It gets me to where I need to go. But uh, the I was yesterday when I was waiting for my tires to get pulled out of the shop. I was reading. I found this fascinating. I was reading a Popular Mechanics magazine from December of last year. Um, do you use Uber? Either of you use Uber? In any I case? have. Okay, <clears throat> they're talking. Um, and this was I forget his name. Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, the executives at Chrysler. They're trying to get GM too. I thought Chrysler and GM were together, but apparently they. Anyway, um, they're actually talking about like the year like 2025, 2030, that uh, uh, Google and, uh, you know, self-driving cars and Uber like together. Mm -hmm. And it was like a forecasted concept. So like, for example, and I didn't think about this, America's pretty much the, uh, China are the two countries in the world that are just like goo goo gaga over vehicles and the need to drive and the want to drive and stuff. I didn't know this, but uh, millennials and, and generations further on down uh licensing is at an all-time low like not everybody's getting their driver's license anymore because they don't yeah and and we don't live in a city that's a good example of it because our mass transit is terrible Mm -hmm. but yeah apparently nationwide driver's licensing is down because people are taking mass transit doing uber ride sharing and stuff like that so what they were saying is by 2020 2025 Take a car that can drive itself and Uber and put it together. So, for example, instead of you having to pay a car note or you having to maintain a, an older vehicle, what you would do is you pay $350, $400 a month, which is the equivalent of a car note for some people, and an automated car would just come and get you and take you to work and bring you home. And hmm. it would be at your beck and call. You would just use an app on your phone to basically summon an autonomous vehicle and it would come get you and take you wherever you needed to go. You wouldn't have to worry about fuel. You wouldn't have to worry about upkeep. You wouldn't have to worry about anything. It'd be the equivalent of renting in an apartment. You would rent basically the usage of a car and all you would pay is the mileage. That's amazing because Mm -hmm. you're, you're paying, I mean, as it is now you're paying a car note 
and your car is just sitting in the driveway that's, that's, 80% of the That's time. what the opening paragraph of the actual that's, article was. They said it's the equivalent of a, uh, a winter home or a beach house on wheels. You're paying upkeep and maintenance for this thing that, aside from worst-case scenario, two and a half to three hours out of the day isn't going anywhere. Like, I take 20 minutes to get in and maybe 30, 45 to get home. And then after that, it's sitting in my garage. Same thing mm-hmm. for my wife and same thing for you guys. Unless you're driving to and from work, you know, and granted, yeah, we may have to, you know, take the kiddos somewhere like you went and did the stuff you did yesterday. But if you lived in New York City, the stuff that y'all did yesterday, you could have done in a cab. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's like, well, we live in Houston where everybody, oh, I love my car and we're so spread out, yeah. you know, because you, you Woodlands to, you know, Galveston, Texas and any other state in the union, you'd be crossing state line. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen anywhere else. So, and if you take a, you know, you're not going to take a cab from the Woodlands to Galveston, you're going to be paying out the note. But they're saying if you do it on like a a monthly rental basis or a pay per mile to where you're paying basically, you know, like $1.17 a mile, then that would be the equivalent of your car note or something. And then on top of that, you would just ping your debit card or ping your online payment thing. You'd never, you know, it's all out there in the ether, just all automated. I thought it was really interesting because mm-hmm. that's the way that Elon's headed. He Because he, they were talking about how like the next model of his car is supposed to be $35,000 more affordable for everybody. He's trying to, you know, get the technology out there. That way, if other companies want to buy it off of him or tweak it they can do you think people i mean i don't see it how elon musk should be perceived to the normal human living on this earth i don't think people get it because that dude is just launching us into the future well people like him yeah i mean i think they're i think they're a minority in their mindset but and whoever wrote this article was full-on probably on their like second keg of his kool-aid because <laughs> it, it was it was fairly slighted but um the end paragraph basically said like will there be people who drive cars in the near future yes they'll be considered what are now like, like one of my best friends is a classic car enthusiast he, mm-hmm. to this day he still drives a hemi roadrunner you know he has classic plates on it the whole bit but that's his main means of transportation and he's a hobbyist and so that's what they're kind of already kind of sticking everyone else into they said because you know um the older generations are going to pass on and then it's going to be like us and our kids and and whatnot but at in time someone who's like really into fj cruisers or really <laughs> into honda fits or whatever like that it's like that's going to be like their niche little like hey come check out my car you know and that'll be the long and short of it because apparently a lot of people I, I don't mind driving but if you could tell me i could get into my vehicle now and just twiddle on my phone or get a jump start on my work day while i'm driving in because i don't have to physically drive cool I'll even own a car that'll drive itself. I don't have to ride share, but if I could get more done while I'm sitting in this, you know, god-awful Houston traffic, then shoot, yeah, sign me up. I don't think that hobbyists are going to choose the the uneventful designs that are coming out today. Oh, how uh, everything looks like a used bar of soap as far as like... Yeah, just kinda, <laughs> pretty much. They're just, yeah, I mean, if you're a hobbyist things. and you're, you're not going for the elite, uh, type of car that's made today mm-hmm. you're probably going to look to the past at more i mean why start out at this point when the technology you're looking for as far as individuality is going to exist 20 years before that yeah i could see where that's coming from but i also think that the people who would be into ride share and autonomous vehicles they're not going to care what it looks like because if you think about it now uh when i went and got ashley her highlander 
a lot of the stuff like and it was 2016 that was January um a lot of the stuff that we looked we sat in it and I was like oh this is nice okay now show me the one I can afford and he was like no all of the stuff is standard like the rear view camera uh so all the stuff was standard remember like back in the late 90s uh, turn of the century uh early 2000 <laughs> like that backup camera and stuff everyone was like oh my god now they will throw them at you because it's got like <laughs> static lines on the screen yeah, because analog yeah. <laughs> right and so that's the thing so for example like right now the big thing with uh bmw and mercedes just pull up next to something hit a button and it will park itself that will mm-hmm. probably be autonomous and probably be standard within the next five to seven for foreign and domestic vehicles because it's a selling point so if that's the tip of the iceberg then i think the technology within the vehicle will probably supersede what the heck the thing looks like but i also think that automakers at the end of the day know that whether they're bought for fleets of autonomous vehicles or you the car enthusiast you still have to have something that's sexy and cool that someone's going to want to get behind the wheel of i don't right. want i mm-hmm. like have you seen how the uh toyota priuses have changed mm-hmm. through the years that first year that that prius came out it's like someone took a minivan and shrunk it mm-hmm. and it was ugly and it was horrible but now they're they're kind of hip and, and the honda fit literally to have looks, that model is hip no th- no the way that the the Evolution of the design of the oh, Prius right, right. change. See, my point is, us at our age, if we were car enthusiasts, mm-hmm. would we want a 1989 Pontiac 6000 LE? Oh, I <laughs> see. No. No. No one wants <laughs> those. Those are... Those. Don't, that's want, what I'm saying. You want a Pine, no, you want a... 20, you want a Bonneville. Everybody wants a no, Bonneville. You put Bonneville. <laughs> you put some slabs on it. Drop well, that shit. <laughs> that's how you get down in H-Town. <laughs> What I'm saying is 20 years from now, people aren't going to be looking back at our uh, Chevy Malibu or something like that. No, 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 no. They're going to look at the 70 whatever Chevy Malibu. Well, that's why why I think like the new Chargers and the new Challengers and stuff, I see those and I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's cute. Because I used to have a Challenger and the new ones ain't got shit on those old ones Uh, because you're basically looking at, you know, an old T-Bird frame with a you know, different, you know, body style on it. Cause I've gotten behind the wheel of one of those things and they sound good, but it's a four cylinder. Plus I also think a lot of, I think a lot of the, um, I think Is it really a four cylinder. They make a four and a six. Wow. Mm-hmm. The challenger. Why? No, they make a six and an eight. No, oh, there, yeah, there is a four. Gross. Yeah, it gets 22 Why? to 26. That's it. Well, and that's what I was trying to segue into is I think the direction that the country takes in regards to the future of what type of fuel we do or put or have is also going to have a lot to say with uh, how this all goes. Because like my thing out there in the driveway, it it's an 07 and at the time it got 16 to 18. By the time they stopped producing those in 12, they were getting upwards into the 20 and that's because that's a six cylinder. By the time they were done... They had a four and they had a six. So people, you can get the look. That's why I never understood even back when I was younger or whatever. And people would get like a Mustang that was automatic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, but it, it's it's style over substance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can get a, you know, car and you can have it six be. Six cylinder automatic Mustang. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's your mom's. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> But the fuel efficiency is there. You're not paying out the nose for, right, you know, right, get, you're not right. filling up every four and a half days. And now don't they, they make trucks that yes. mm-hmm. uh, adapt? 
Yeah, they have. They have from uh, four to eight. Yeah, four, uh, Ford actually has the the new Econo lines. They do the whole bit. Have you seen like the, I think the Volkswagens and the Mini Coopers do it, to where if you idle for a certain amount of time, it drops it down into it like a different type of uh, mm-hmm. you know idling or whatever. They have trucks and stuff that do that now because trucks probably up until the late nineties were never viewed as practical. You know, they were practical vehicles. They were work trucks. Now you've got Toyota Tacomas that cost as much as like a you know a sedan. Yeah, that's. It's ridiculous. I don't understand, but I live in Pasadena where trucks are everywhere. Hot. $45,000 truck. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, we're not getting away from this uh, automotive stuff in the news, so oh. why don't we go ahead and get on with it? All righty. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. All right. Apple, mm-hmm. your favorite company, uh, according d- to your phone. Oh, well, Just kidding. All right. Um, oh, you have an Apple. You have mm-hmm. an uh, <laughs> iPhone, too. Uh, the FBI is asking Apple to crack the San Bernardino... Bern- Why do I always say Dito? San Bernardino uh, shooter's iPhone mm-hmm. uh, so they can get any evidence that they need off of it. Apple's... Uh, I don't know if... Cook has come out and said you can eat it. Yeah, pretty much they're refusing because they didn't design, well, what they're saying is, I don't know if I believe that completely, but they're saying that they designed it not to be hacked by themselves, so they're not going to put forth the effort to crack it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think yesterday afternoon they actually uh, came out, Apple released a statement saying that um, we're definitely not doing it now because it changed, because, you know, they have logs. And according to Apple, the um, code, whatever it was, they San needed Bernardino to get, County. Yes, they said it. The the access actually changed in police custody, right. as in like someone was messy because that can happen. Like uh, I don't know about you, but like my son will be like, "Dad, what's your code?" And I'm like, "Hold on," because if they do it one too many times, it locks your phone. And mm-hmm. apparently, that's what happened. Was someone? And if they hadn't done that, and they, they had gone to a Wi-Fi that uh, the phone was already set up for. It would have backed up everything to the cloud. Correct. And they could have accessed it from there. Right. And then yesterday, Obama actually came out and said that he supports uh, Apple's efforts to uh, create a one-off to basically hack this phone and then destroy the technology that they use to do it. But then it exists. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> so then that means we did it. No, but we erased the chalkboard. No, but you did it. Yeah, so yes. it's kind of We've messy. got a picture of the chalkboard with our lapel pen (laughs) yeah uh and then uh what's his name john mcafee Ah, came out and volunteered yeah he is he is one fucked up individual um very smart do you Mm -hmm. know who john mcafee is i know that there's bullshit on my computer of his oh yeah (laughs) yeah uh well he he's the one that designed he had a uh a security company uh um, computer security company and uh he designed the mcafee software that keeps viruses out and stuff like that well he also you know i can't i can't remember the specifics but he went off the rails and is doing drugs in a foreign country <laughs> yep. when he's not busy prostitutes. Re- yeah, when he's not busy reef diving in the philippines yeah, right the dude's nuts. and 
doesn't he high altitude jump or something yeah. like that? <laughs> he's, a, he's a base yeah, jumper. He's, an, he, he's just a nutcase. I mean, he does stuff that normal people would not do and yeah yet they're they're uh going after tim kim.com like he's and, and he's like one of the more normal just video game guys yeah. <laughs> and he's done way less um so yeah apple is not really having it so i wonder what's gonna happen with that case kara any opinion <laughs> she's, she's hanging out with steve <laughs> steve's like i don't know what i don't about. i don't think that apple strikes me as the kind of company that's gonna cave really Mm-mm. Mm. nah i think they'll find a workaround like i think that whole excuse for them for her san bernardino they're not gonna give they're not gonna give an inch yeah probably not i don't think they're gonna give an inch if they're telling the truth even if they aren't who knows they're Pretty- not gonna do it yeah, I don't know. You can put it in your tinfoil section next time once no, there's developments. I think tinfoil's already taken. Uh, Harper Lee, writer of To Kill a Mockingbird, has died at the age of 89. Um, that was a pretty good book. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good book. Next. I read that in junior high, I think. Uh, no opinions on Harper Lee? Sucks that she died. Sucks that all of her rights were stolen from her. Were they? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She was swindled that. out of her uh, royalties by, I think it was her publisher, mm-hmm. took her to a casino That's and had her a... sign some papers. and What? Yep. Mm-hmm. Give me $500 in chips. Didn't give her shit. Didn't give her yeah. shit. Didn't just, give her shit. Just pushed her wheelchair around for half an hour and took the rights to her book. Yeah. What? She yep. wrote a, pre- a prequel to it. Mm-hmm. Did it sell as, as well? <clears throat> I don't believe so. <laughs> No. I've never mm. heard of it. We don't know the title. I thought she Probably only. Not. I thought uh, To Kill a Mockingbird was the one and only book. No, no? this has been recent. I'll uh, carry on. I'll locate <laughs> it for you. Okay. Um, Virgin Galactic unveiled the spaceship Unity, a six-passenger, uh, I guess, space plane that is going to carry passengers sixty-two miles uh, at altitude. And each ticket's going to cost two hundred fifty thousand. What's the <laughs> for a few minutes in space? Don't they already have the 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 puke rocket that does that now? That's like where OK Go just shot their new video was on that plane. You know, like when they need to make an outer space movie and they mm-hmm. can't literally go to outer space, they go up in that big. Is that just like version two point of this? Mm, no, because their last space plane that was still in the testing stage uh, exploded. Oh, Ouch. that sucks. So, I don't think we're talking about the same craft. Uh, no, no, it's something that already exists. It's what they train the astronauts on now to work in zero gravity. Hmm. They use the swimming, the, the ultra-deep swimming pool, a combination of that, and then this plane that goes up into the atmosphere, hmm. or above the atmosphere. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, private space companies right now kind of racing for that uh, oh. that line that you have to cross to where space flight is a normal thing for, oh, right. for oh. people. To call back, the book is called Go Set a Watchman, and it was actually published on July 14th of 2015, so it hmm. just had come out. She almost made some money. <laughs> well, maybe the company that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, e- the EPA, <clears throat> Environmental Protection Agency, that rarely protects anything, uh, asked Volkswagen to manufacture electric cars in the U.S. to make up for the fake emissions results that had been going on with their vehicles you owe us do they already do that or is this like going to be like new tech um do they do it like uh, somewhere else in the world and they just have to do it here now 
it's I don't know, but it's probably a proposed project that mm. that's coming up in the next few years. And the EPA is probably like, rather than charge you a few billion in fines, just make and electric cars, ban you from the U.S. <laughs> just make some electric cars to offset the uh, fucking smog that you put out with your. I forget what cars they were. <laughs> Um, let's see. Next story is NASA is going to launch a wild wide field infrared survey telescope. And it's, uh, it's going to have 100 times the field of view that the Hubble had. Mm. It's going to be fucking nuts. But it has the same, same power. Where is it going? Just up into space? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's a space telescope. All right. Pretty Amazing. exciting. We're going to get some badass pictures because the Hubble was pretty badass for its time. Mm-hmm. And then was it the something replaced it? I can't remember. Um, but this one sounds pretty badass. Nothing from either of you two. All right. Uh, <laughs> How many megapixels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a billion. Um, space selfies. There is a new artificial skin developed. It is going to launch robotics into the Android uh, section of technology. <laughs> oh man, I I was thinking for burn victims for some reason. Yeah. Well, it says it says for uh, the medical industry and for robotics. So I don't know how they're. Did that guy it. get his head transplanted yet? When is that supposed to happen? I thought that already did. Did it work? What happened? I don't know. Sorry. You should follow up on that, You should ask a friend question for that. (laughs) We'd have Um, to research it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, So this artificial skin is going to sense pressure, temperature, humidity, proximity. I don't know why that's part of it, but (laughs) my hair is standing on it. pH and airflow. Uh, pH? mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's the deal with that? I don't. I don't know. When you get in the pool, <laughs> there's too much chlorine in here. <laughs> I better get out. Good God, this is burning. <laughs> My circuits are sizzling. Uh, <laughs> redneck robot. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's crazy. It's. Have you seen Ex Machina? Yes. That's probably. So is this? Uh, is this that? Ear in a petri dish thing, or is this something else? No, this is something else. Oh. The ear in the petri dish is actual human cells. Oh, like whatever. I don't know. That's rad. I'm not a scientist. Oh man, I wish I, I was just have ear. a degree in applied science. <laughs> Go Picasso yourself, just, so just be to like, be like, let's make this happen. I grow this ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing an ear. You guys. It doesn't work, but not yet gonna replace this uh let's see jeb has oh, dropped boy. out of his campaign shocking oh, boy. never saw it coming oh boy what's gonna happen to the bush legacy people are making a big deal out of it but people i mean I'm like why there's like 16 people running for president i think there's only eight now yeah exactly it's a it bigot and a bunch of minorities <laughs> it happens every every fucking week somebody's gonna drop out yeah one man. one or three at a time Jeb. Oh, now it should have just been a question mark <laughs> instead of Jeb. It should have been Jeb. I, it was funny. I read an article about whenever he dropped to the exclamation point, and it was just sad. <laughs> Did he have to do it because of the website? I don't think so. I think oh. it was like some kind of campaign. They were trying to shift gears, and it just well that it that's went how from he started out. To yeah, because yeah. I think in fact I think Colbert actually made fun of. It. For like a <clears throat> for like a whole week doing it, like just being like you know putting all different types of. He's like, let's put a semicolon behind it. And uh. he just all types of stuff. And people were like giving him a hard time. Mm. 
But the thing is, is like, um, and I was going on and on about this last night because I was going back and forth with a, a friend of mine who's very pro-Trump. And sorry. And uh, I know. Uh, <clears throat> the thing is, is like W did what W did because he was always told by senior that he couldn't. He persevered and stuck with it. And I mean, he did a bang up job here as a governor and whatnot in most people's eyes because his dad always had all of his chips in Jeb's corner. Jeb was the Jeb was the brother that was going to be the big, famous, you know, Kennedy-esque, uh, you know, presidential, you know, to be. But, you know, Junior did what he did. And I guess, you know, well, what I thought was weird was the media had him before Trump got into it. Every, you know, there were 57 candidates to choose from. He was like the media darling favorite. Mm. And then once polling started... <laughs> You know, Christie was polling better than he was, mm-hmm. and Cruz was polling better than he was. And it's like I said last night, the GOP, as we know it, if um, I'm to the point to where I don't think it matters who comes out of it now, the GOP as we know it and as our parents knew it with Reagan, and, and it's dead, it's gone. Because mm-hmm. it, it's it's fractured so much that it, it, it needs to really pull back to its base. And I'm saying this as like a card-carrying Democrat. Um, I don't want Hillary in the White House either. But um, <clears throat> the thing is, is if it's... Trump out of the gate, they're doomed. And they're probably going to be doomed uh, this election cycle and the next. Mm -hmm. Because with Jeb pulling out, that's going to give hopefully, you know, Rubio or Cruz. I'm hoping more Rubio than Cruz. That's probably where all the votes are going to go. My thing is, and and what bothers me is um, if Hillary comes out on top of all of this, where are Sanders' votes going to go? You know, because that's the thing is when you have a wide field like you do, uh, in the Republican side where you have, you know, Trump and Rubio and Cruz and Kasich and, and all these, because Kasich's not dropping out. He's going to stick with it. He'll probably end up being a VP candidate for whoever it is who comes through because he's a fairly moderate Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is interesting is as they get plucked, their votes are going to funnel to someone similar in nature who has voting patterns and ideals that are similar to the candidate they were in bed with prior to them hightailing it. Mm-hmm. But when you only have two candidates on the other side of the spectrum, and one of them uh, is getting votes solely just because of her gender, no offense or anything, uh, and also because of she's she's the other legacy candidate, you know. Don't treat my sister as if she's female. (laughs) (laughs) But wait a minute, what do you identify as? Anyway, so so because there, I mean, there was a lady. And it was so weird because I was uh, yesterday I was at my in-laws' house and I was watching CNBC with my father-in-law because he was watching the results coming in and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was so weird. This lady, they were interviewing this lady. And she goes, "I've always been," and she's a Democrat and she's from uh, Illinois. Lo and behold, she was talking about, "I've always been on the cutting edge with the more uh, liberal and the more progressive and and and, and uh, you know candidates for the Democrats." She goes, "I was with Howard Dean." And I was like, everybody remembers Howard Dean. He said, yeah, that guy. That dude was kind of out there. I was with Obama, and now I'm with Hillary. And I'm like, you just backpedaled. Mm -hmm. You went from crazy nut job Dean to middle of the road, bank on him because he's a minority guy. And then you went with Hillary. Why wouldn't you progress and keep going with the genuine liberal? I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. sees the S word with Bernie and thinks, oh, Jesus. Everybody wants free crap. Whatever. He... 
I saw the I saw a headline of of an article that said uh, millennials are they understand that socialism doesn't mean free crap. It means you're getting what you want out of your government. Correct. Rather than correct, like what, what you were talking is. about earlier. You're a single mom. You're trying to make ends meet, right? Mm-hmm. You just got done paying student loans, right? Mm-hmm. What if your taxes overall went up five to seven percent of what they currently are now, regardless of what you make? But when you go to the doctor, it doesn't cost you anything. When your son comes down with something, the medications don't cost you an arm and a leg. That's what people don't seem to understand. And that's where people think, you know, like, oh, hey, he's going to plant a tree at the White House. And that's where all the free crap's going to grow from and fall out while he's president. That's not the case. When we have a president who now upped our, uh, you know, defense spending from $14.9 trillion to 22.6 in the course of time that he was in the White House, cut that in half. Mm-hmm. College for everybody. I mean, I mean, subsidized healthcare for everybody. And, and I don't like how they're countering the arguments that um, Bernie has, as in, because they interviewed Trump, you know, it's about Bernie. And he's like, well, yeah, he's going to say it works in Switzerland. You know that, you know, 500 people live in Switzerland. Anybody can get free crap when there's only 500 people around. We have, you know, 14.2 billion people in this country. How's that going to, you know, you're already paying taxes that you have no say at all whatsoever, what they go towards, and they go up, they go down, they go up, they go down, and you have no idea where the money's going to. Most of it gets wasted. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Or, or, you know, it gets locked into bills that never go anywhere and just die on the floor. You know, everybody's talking about, um, you know, immigration reform and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing I do like out of everything that's happening is that people are kind of like, you know, okay, can you cool it with the terrorism? That That's what I do like is they're like, okay, yeah, that's like third on the list because I want a job and I want a life. I don't want to be able to make it and want my kids to be okay. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of the scare attack. You don't want. So what you want is freedom. Yeah, Merck. Uh Let's go to some friend questions. It's really early in the morning, and we probably don't have that many anyway. Hey, we know Mike Rodriguez is up this morning because he has three friend questions. Mike asks, favorite Starburst flavor? Don't they all taste the same? Or the pink one. Like M&M's? Red or oh, pink? Yeah, red do, or pink? I do it's like the pink one. Never the yellow ones. No, Fuck the yellow that. Ones the yellow ones are gross. The orange ones, no. There's only four, right? I'm not a citrus girl. Mm. Alrighty then. Uh, he also asks, last memorable dream you had? Um, I had a dream last night about flour. I was at the grocery store and all the shelf was like really up high and. There was a bag of flour. For some reason, it was like erupting like flour everywhere. It was like a fucking volcano, like spewing ash, like Damn. flour just pouring down. And then uh, somehow there was something on a TV. It was, I don't Ooh. know. It was, it was weird, but most memorable was the flour. Sounds like Fiesta's gone downhill. <laughs> Chris, you had a dream? Um, I haven't been sleeping much. Because of anxiety, but uh, probably that one that I put on Facebook, the one where like me and <laughs> Mulder were like looking into the <laughs> Stephen Avery case. <laughs> yeah, and I was upset because there was no Gillian Anderson cameo. But and then you, oh, yeah, you were yeah, like, you were, you were like the, the well, shit. That's been like two weeks now. I have slept some and I've drank a lot, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I was working 
the case with Matthew McConaughey and we're driving around in Lincoln listening to Rainbow, <laughs> the Dio side project, and just talking about life. And the next thing you know, we're like investigating the Stephen Avery case and we get on the compound, the, the Avery compound, but we run into y'all at a Piggly Wiggly, you and David Duchovny, and y'all are talking about like all this conspiracy shit and... and and Matthew McConaughey's like, right on, man, right on. <laughs> Are y'all from Texas? It'd be much cooler if you were. You know, that kind of thing. And then we um, come to find out hey. that... Hang oh, on. Ah! Surprise! We've got Ooh. a guest appearance. Crazy girl forgot the grocery. My mom just showed up. Hi. Fresh Hi. out of the shower. How are you? I'm Chris. Nice What's your hands in the way? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do it from scratch. Okay. This is very exciting. This, this is, is a recipe for goulash. Ooh, okay. My grandma used to make Call it, it out. Love Call it stuff. out. Velveeta. Yeah. Wait, tomato what? juice. Uh huh. Elbow noodles. Elbow noodles. Uh, Ground yeah. beef. Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as. Comes in a tube. Garlic. Y'all uh, garlic? No. Hold on, wait. Let me think of. Mm. Hold on. I'm under pressure. Uh oh. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to go ahead and pause. Please. We're going to have to have a talk with my security. I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> I, so, I got so flustered. Uh, it's all right. You have one dinner with somebody. <laughs> Jeez. Damn. Okay. Uh, I don't really remember the last dream I had. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and continue. Uh, Mike asks dream vacation destination i think we're about to go to puerto rico nice we've moved we've officially moved the wedding date up oh to february of next year what? so a year from now off. when yeah. was it originally october okay so is that where you're going to go to get married no we're oh, just, okay. well you could destination wedding I did it's, it's only nice. like 300 bucks mm -hmm. to I, fly I've, over there i've been surfing there a few times it's nice <clears throat> well really cool. shit that might be something to think about um anybody else countryside of japan oh ah totoro mm -hmm. <laughs> i want to meet him <laughs> i want to sleep on his belly <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I get that reference. Yes. <laughs> First, I want to scream in his face. He may not like that. Or roar, actually. We've got a truck without exhaust. Um, probably getting bad fuel economy. Yeah, but it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chris? I want to go back to Belize. It was nice. That that, that that's like my favorite. You know what I heard about Belize? It's nice. They have uh, they grow cashews there. Yep. And the process. Of either growing or shucking, shucking or, mm -hmm. or processing makes people go blind by the age of like forty-five. By the people who work in the place, yes. Oh, and it's a big, it's a, it's a big section of the population because that's pretty much what they do there. Damn, I didn't run, I didn't run into any blind people or run into people running into shit, so I must have missed them. <laughs> <laughs> they probably keep them hidden somewhere. <laughs> Get the blind out! Here come the tourists. <laughs> awesome. Well, shit. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, we. Your daughter had a question. Oh yeah, my Morgan wants to know where Obi Wan went when he got uh, hit with the lightsaber. We watched Star Wars yesterday for the first time. See, uh, we were talking about this before the show, and I remember contradictory information uh, because I don't think they. Can. Never mind. Um, it's not showing up. Uh, in Empire, Yoda disappears when he died. 
Yeah. But Obi-Wan was actually killed, or was he? Did he just <clears throat> kill him? Did he, like, just decide to die in the split second it took for Vader to, well, to get his lightsaber to his body? Well, and then even Ashley, because <clears throat> Kiernan understood why Obi-Wan did what he did. As in, like, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the greater good so y'all can get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. And, um, but just the whole, like, poof, okay, now there's just a robe on the ground. Because, you know, he cut a guy's arm off in the uh, Moss Eisley Cantina. So it's obvious that, you know, it can pierce like a real sword would. Mm-hmm. Probably cauterizing whatever it was it went through. But all Vader did was just, like, hit him. Like, mm-hmm. I guess he just went across the chest. I but- don't even think the lightsaber made contact. Because he disappeared. Well, then there's a white rabbit and apparently then on the. Vader was stepping yeah, on his just robe. Like, yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was stepping I've never around, se- like, where did he go? <laughs> I've seen. I've never seen a Jedi do that before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I got to look that up. I'm Why sure. Why would he stomp on the of... robe? Did he think he like shrunk himself or like? I don't like, know. Hey. He was waiting for a rabbit to come out <laughs> like, <laughs> or a dove to fly away. Good, like, yeah, magic good question. Yeah, because um, she it didn't make any sense to her. I was like. You know, I don't know. I know someone who might, so I figured I'd... I mean, I've seen plenty of Jedi killed in combat, but never die under natural circumstances like Yoda did. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened, so I don't know. Good question. Wish I had the answer. We're going to have to have some nerdier people on here. Stumped. (laughs) Let's go to Tinfoil Tirade. UFOs! See ghosts! Okay, this tenfold tirade is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. LoneStarButtons.com is your source for custom pin-on buttons. And magnet. They do all kinds of shit. Do you want to go to the Walmart of custom buttons? Hell no. Hell no. I wouldn't even know where that is. Check out... Adam Stimpy Jones 90s style website. The what? prices have not changed in 10 years. <laughs> so you're getting a hell of a deal. Uh, Plus he's really nice. Yeah. He's, and he's expecting uh, a second child. Another baby. Oh, really? Yep. Yes. Oh, wow. Congrats to Stimpy. Yep. And, uh, and his wife. He does a good job. Does it in a reasonable amount of time. And, you know, you heard it all in the beginning. And I we think, like him. I think Gorag covered everything, but... He's a really good dude to work with. Uh, you can contact him at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you and you want to suck on those beautiful, luscious, puffy, hair-covered titties. Wow. That's cool that the last four digits are 1996. Maybe that's the inspiration for his website. Oh, yeah. So there you go. I, I think that's definitely it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, tenfold tirade. Uh, the government of China is displacing displacing nine thousand people to build a radio telescope to search for aliens. All right, finally, displacing nine thousand people in China is asking like two households of people to move off of a street. That's yeah, not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's not, but that's crazy though. Nine thousand people. That that's. Pr- I mean, here that would probably be. 3,000 homes, something like that. Mm. Or, I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot of space. That radio telescope's going to be huge. And I think it's the first one built in a really long time. So I'm sure the technology that it's going to be using is going to be pretty advanced. We've got an itchy dog here. Itchy dog alert. That'd be like wiping out Texas City just to put one hole right, in the right ground. there. Just poof, yeah. go in there. 
I think what they do is they they actually dig a crater hmm. and then cover that crater in a a, a material kind of like a radar dish. Okay. And they, I mean, it's and they specifically said it's for aliens. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. God help us if the Chinese get to them before we do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting to think about. I mean, why? What would give the Chinese a reason to search for alien alien life? I mean, that's weird. Aren't they going whole hog into their space program now? I mean, it kind of fits. They're trying to get people to the moon and stuff. That's true. So maybe they're just like, hey, let's just do it all. Maybe they're failing at that and they yeah. want to show some kind of results. <laughs> yeah, that's too far. Let's do something else. <laughs> Killing too many monkeys. Let's meet halfway. Uh, <laughs> is that, right. Was that an accent? <laughs> no. Uh, it's so subtle. Halfway. Halfway. Uh no uh that's the fucking show yay yay thanks guys for showing up so early no problem now you can continue about your lives with little to no resistance from people trying to step in your way because it's only 11 in the morning that's true good god um (laughs) if she's listening to this welcome to the show (laughs) uh chris you got anything no man it's good to be back hopefully i'll be back again not three months from now (laughs) Good to have you back. Uh, Kara? Be excellent to each other. Gently, go fuck yourselves.